This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about the celebration of modern agriculture, March 21st and 22nd, on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. at agday.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pagel. The Russian government is considering imposing a temporary ban on the export of wheat, rye, barley, and corn starting Tuesday, March 15th through June 30th. That's according to Interfax, a Moscow-based news agency. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has curtailed grain exports due to closures of Black Sea ports and the impact of the war. According to USDA, Ukraine and Russia account for 26% of global wheat exports, 80% of global sunflower meal exports, and 77% of global sunflower oil exports. Bill Thompson has the latest in his story on agripulse.com. A major trade association says it is working to bring one more state under its umbrella. Delegates of the National Association of Wheat Growers voted at the recent Commodity Classic to extend an invite to the North Dakota Grain Growers Association to rejoin the national group. NOG President Nicole Berg said the invitation came following a December meeting to address concerns of state leadership. And so we worked on all those principles over the last couple years that they've been um, since they departed from our association, and we checked off every principle that they wanted to do off the list. And you know what? All the principles were probably in the best interest of the association. So we did that and communicated that back to them. And now we're trying to get them back in the fold. Like I said, with Farm Bill coming up, we have to have a united voice. And agriculture, we're small, but we're mighty. And we need all all people singing off the same song sheet. The North Dakota group opted to leave NOG in 2019 and now must determine whether or not it plans to accept the invitation. In other Agriculture Association news, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is pleased with provisions that are in the $1.5 trillion omnibus spending package that President Biden signed into law today. Among those provisions are a one-time appropriation to USDA to set up a new cattle contract library. NCBA lobbyist Tanner Beamer says the pilot program will have a similar structure to the swine contract library. As far as we are aware, it will be substantially similar to the existing swine contract library, with the exception of uh, this particular provision in the appropriations bill directs this cattle contract library to the Livestock, Poultry, and Grain Market News Division under the Ag Marketing Services umbrella, as opposed to the Packers and Stockyards Division, where the swine contract library is housed. So, Um, It'll be administered similarly, but through a different mission area at USDA. Beamer says NCBA will continue to advocate for a more permanent contract library. Uh, It's only authorized to receive appropriations through September 30th of 2023, uh, which is why we are continuing to advocate for authorization of a cattle contract library through the uh, Johnson-Cuellar bill that passed the House of Representatives late last year. Uh, That's still a priority for us. We'd still like to get that over the finish line, but nonetheless, we were uh, pleased to see a pilot program get over the finish line. Other provisions in the bill that NCBA supports includes an electronic logging device exemption for livestock callers and an extension of the Livestock Mandatory Reporting Program. Finally today, a young farmer says there needs to be fewer barriers facing new and young farmers as they assume or start to build farming operations. Alicia Schwartner is a Texas farmer working on her family's operation. She also serves as chairwoman of the American Farm Bureau Federation's Young Farmer and Ranchers Committee. She says tax policy makes it difficult for young farmers to assume their family's operation. What generally happens in today's world is because of the estate taxes, because of the stepped-up basis, it makes it nearly impossible for us as young farmers and ranchers, as you know, first, second, early generation farmers to pay for, to buy out siblings, 
is to purchase, you know, 100% of the operation. And so it's important to have those conversations early so that you can figure out a plan. You can hear more from Schwartner and some of the programs and opportunities young farmers and ranchers have in her open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Join AEM and over two dozen agriculture and commodity groups and equipment manufacturers for a celebration of modern agriculture on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on March 21st and 22nd. Celebrate Ag Day by learning about the latest in agriculture technology and how we are helping farmers produce more with less. Visit agday.org for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel.